Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Toll free anywhere in the United States and I think outside the United States. I don't know. We get calls from outside the United States and that's the only number we give out. So maybe it works in, you know, Israel and Australia. And I think we got a call from Canada once, eh? Which is basically like the United States. Um, and we've got also an open mic feature on our, our app. It's really easy. You go download our mobile app. You hit the open mic feature. You can record a message and boom, send it into the studio. And then uh, after I remind Josh, like, Several times to download them. He'll put it um, in the folder. I'll play it on the air, and everything will be right with the world. Now, we're, before I'm going to, I'm going to go right to the phone today. I'm going to go right to the phone today because I have some important information to share before we get to your phone calls. But we have to get this out of the way. It's Susie in Middleburg. Hi, Susie. How are you? Doing real good today, Mark. How about yourself? Doing really great, Susie. You know, just before the show started, I got a call on my cell phone, and the caller ID said Middleburg. And I thought to myself, how did Susie get my cell phone? But then I realized it must have been someone else um, because you were calling You were calling on the uh, request line. Uh, Susie, what did you want to say today? It's Trump Day! Uh, a little extra enthusiasm in that one today, too, which was... Which was fantastic. All right, if you want to get through, if you have anything at all to say, um, you can just go ahead and, and give us a buzz, 855-765-1045, um, like I said, is our number. All right, real quick, before we get into your calls, I have to share something with you that happened yesterday, because this goes along. The, in fact, I was going to share this story about Candace Owens uh, a while ago, it, it, like every all three days this week, I've had this story with me. Candace Owens, you may know, she's um, she's one of the uh, the black conservative women who's really been leading the charge for African-Americans to leave the Democratic Party and realize that conservatism is a much better um, political philosophy for African-Americans and really minorities and pretty much any American who loves the Constitution in the United States of America. And she's been retweeted by Kanye West. She's got a new show with The Daily Caller. She's been all over the place. And she was fact-checked by an independent third-party fact-checker called PolitiFact. Now, PolitiFact, calling calling themselves fact-checkers is kind of a misnomer, as I've learned uh, in the past 24 hours or so. They're more like fact-maker-uppers. Then they are fact checkers or if they if they hear or see or read something on the Internet that they don't like, they just call it false without any real proof or without any understanding of, of you know, uh, what the meaning is behind it or where it comes from or the definition of, you know, a lie. And Candace Owens was very upset because she posted a video on Facebook and the Facebook video that she posted said uh, Joe Biden is not the president elect. So why is it that all these media organizations are calling him that. And immediately, this PolitiFact group flagged it as false information. And they said Joe Biden is the president-elect. And then they told Facebook, because, again, they're one of these independent fact-checkers. Now, what happens with Facebook is they don't... What happens is Facebook doesn't fact-check anything on their own. They're too busy making billions of dollars off of advertising. 
you know, every time you go on Facebook and there's an ad for something that you were just talking to somebody in the room about and they pick it up on your microphone and then show you an ad so you'll buy it and they get a portion of the revenue. That's what they're busy doing. They're out there doing that. You know, they're out there redoing their entire, you know, system of, I don't know, they're on the Hill always talking about anti, uh, anti-trust or, you know, legislature and stuff, whatever. They're, they're too busy to fact check their own stuff. So they go out to these independent third party fact checkers like PolitiFact and the people at PolitiFact do the fact checking, report back to Facebook, and then Facebook basically just blindly takes their word for it. They don't, they don't actually fact check the fact checkers. So Candace Owens gets this fact checker, this rogue fact checker who thinks because CNN said Joe Biden is president elect. It must be true when she must be lying, called it false, sent it to Facebook. Facebook demonetized her platform, shut down her page, took away all of her power. And she was pissed. She wasn't going to take that. Not from some idiot fact checker at some second rate organization, which, let's be honest, is probably run by the left and actually, well, is. So she sued them. And they had to print a retraction and they had to go back to Facebook and say, hey, we were wrong. Uh, Joe Biden isn't actually the president elect, not until all of the electors get together and they cast their ballots right now. He's the projected winner of the presidential election and nothing that Candace Owens said in her Facebook post uh, was false. Well, guess what? Yesterday. I got a message from my wife, who's one of the admins on my Facebook account, and from Hannah, who's another admin on our Facebook account. Not from the other Josh, because he refuses to be an admin on the Facebook account because he doesn't like to read all the negative things people write about him, which is understandable. Uh, but I get a message from my wife. She goes, hey, you got flagged for something you did on Facebook. And I thought to myself, what could I possibly have posted on Facebook that got flagged for misinformation? And Because really, what we do is we just come out here every day. And we just play clips from the Internet and we just play clips from the uh, from the news and we just tell you what's going on. And we take a bunch of phone calls. So I go on and I see that a, uh, a woman named Sierra O'Rourke, Sierra O'Rourke from PolitiFact, wrote a very lengthy article about how one of my videos uh, that we posted, I want to say, gosh, like three, four months ago. This video has been floating around there for like three or four months. It's already received millions and millions of views on Facebook. And for some reason yesterday, December 1st, she decided to flag it as uh, as false. Not even partly false, not even questionable, not only half true, just bam, all the way with a big red button that says false. PolitiFact Truthometer, which, by the way, has to be one of the most ironically named things I've ever seen in my entire life. And the video was I forget what the video was even called, but the video was something along the lines of Joe Biden stole his speech from Donald Trump because when he was at the Democratic National Convention. So, gosh, it must have been must have been four months ago. He was at the Democratic National Convention. He got up there and he started saying all these things that he was going to do. He was going to start uh, you know, getting kids back to school safely. He was going to start working on a vaccine. He was going to start getting uh, medical supplies that were made in America out there. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've heard all this before. Donald Trump has said it before. And I pointed out on this show that Donald Trump, everything that he has laid out as a as a uh, a platform or everything he's working on to to cure covid and to make sure that this, this disease is under control. Joe Biden is now saying he's going to do if he's president. There's a lot of similarities. It seems like Joe Biden is just stealing Donald Trump's ideas. <laughs> well, they this this PolitiFact post yesterday came out and said, no, 
Biden didn't plagiarize Donald Trump. This is false. And she goes on to talk about me and how I'm basically out here spewing these lies every single day and how this whole video was 100 uh, percent totally obscured. And that the ideas that Joe Biden said, which seem oddly similar to Donald Trump's, were not at all taken from Donald Trump. They have they have very different platforms when it comes to this, that and the other. And so at the very end, there's a little there's a little phrase that they wrote. God, where is it? It's our ruling invoking plagiarism. The Post claims Joe Biden's speech stolen from Trump. We found no similar passages from Biden's speech originating in a Trump speech. And the two candidates have significant policy differences as well. We rate the claim that Biden plagiarized Trump false. Now, I know what you may be thinking. Who cares what this Sierra O'Neill woman or Roke or O'Rourke or whatever her name is and PolitiFact, who cares what they have to say about your video? Well, you should, because there's a lot of people that get this show and get this information and get the truth through Facebook. And guess what happens when Sierra O'Rourke and PolitiFact go to Facebook and say, this isn't true. This is false. Facebook doesn't like it. And they send me a little tiny thing, a little tiny reminder that says you are accused by our independent third party fact checker of spreading fake news and misinformation. And if you keep it up, you know what we're going to do? We're going to shut down your account. Shut down our account, which has almost one million followers, which we've worked years and years every single day tirelessly to to build up its popularity. We have almost 300,000 individual likes every single day. Our videos engage with hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people around the globe. Right now, 7.6 thousand people are watching us live on Facebook. So no, I don't care what Sierra O'Rourke says. I don't care what 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 PolitiFact says. We know PolitiFact is a left leaning organization. We know they're owned by this Pointer Institute, and they're and they're funded by they're funded by all these leftists who just want them to create facts that they can argue the truth with. We get all that. What bothers me is that Facebook is listening to them. That Facebook takes them at their word. These independent third party fact checkers, they're just allowed to tell Facebook any single conservative voice out there. And it's all conservative voices. I went to their pages. I went to every single PolitiFact, uh, false, false, mostly false. They have a they have a rating burning or lying by the seat of their pants or whatever. It is. Oh, liar, liar, pants on fire. It's called every single one of their fact checking posts is against a conservative story or a conservative idea or a conservative voice. And so what Candace Owens did was said, I'm not going to get you let you get away with that. I'm not going to let you just tell Facebook that I'm a liar and, and let Facebook take away my ability to connect with my audience who I've spent years, years building and years, years communicating with and years interacting with. I'm not going to let you do that because this quote unquote independent fact checker th- doesn't like my political stance. And guess what? She's right not to do it because they had to they had to issue an apology and a retraction. And it's the only way to fight back against these so-called fact checkers who aren't fact checkers at all. They're political. Uh, I mean, they are they're out there. They're just political operatives for, for the left party. They're out there for the Democrats. These people are not they're not politicians. They're not journalists. They're activists. And they're actively trying to silence conservative voices. And the only way to keep them from doing it is to fight them in court. And that's exactly what we're going to do. 855-765-1045. Oh, also, how independent are these third party activist journalist fact checkers? 
you're they're not independent at all. In fact, they are totally dependent on Facebook, just like a lot of other people. Quick break. We'll get into that here in just a more in a minute. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. It's the Marquee Show. Whatever you want Wednesday continues next on one oh four point five WOKV. You made too much sense. Now you got to be dealt with. they got to take you down, man. Yeah, I'd like to see them try. They ain't going to. This, this article on PolitiFact, which is one of the most ironically named websites in the entire world. And I did a lot of history. I, I spent the entire night and a lot of this morning studying PolitiFact, learning where they came from. Uh, they're right here in Florida. They were they started with the Tampa Bay Times, and then they sold them to this Pointer Institute, which is supposedly a journalism school, although I couldn't find any journalists who actually graduated from there. And then this Sierra O'Rourke, who looks to be just a freelancer, who's looking to make, like I guess, some extra scratch because, uh, because of the COVID, wrote this big article basically defaming me and calling me a liar calling me out saying Kay didn't provide any evidence in the video that Biden poached those lines from President Donald Trump. Rather, he criticized the former vice president for promising policies Kay argued Trump had already enacted. Now, let me give you a little history lesson. Plagiarism, or I guess this would be a vocabulary lesson. Plagiarism does not mean stealing lines or stealing words or taking something. I Like if Josh comes up, on, up here and gives out the phone number, uh, 855, that's not necessary. That 1045. That's that's not plagiarism. Plagiarism is, yes, if you take a an actual thought or even an idea. So the fact that Joe Biden gets up there and starts rattling off all of these things that Donald Trump has already accomplished, all of these things, which are policy. I mean, they're policy initiatives that Donald Trump has claimed in one of his gosh, what? several hundred thousand press conferences he's had in the last several years and joe biden writes them off like they're his idea that is plagiarism of ideas and that is 100 percent what he was doing which then deems their false um their their false uh, i guess judgment of my post and my video also false man if only we could fact check them back that'd be great and again we don't care about politifact we don't care about this ciara woman we care about getting our message out via Facebook to the thousands of people that rely on it every single day. And, yeah, we can argue that we can all go to one of these other sites. We can all jump the fence and go to Parler or YouTube. But the fact of the matter is the reach and the technological advantages that Facebook allows a show like ours to get outside of Jacksonville and reach every single like billions of people all over the world now have access to this show, to your calls, to the ideas we talk about here, to the truth. And and we're not going to let somebody who's trying to, you know, work part time to make to make beer money bring us down because their editor demands they have a certain number of negative stories about conservative journalists per quarter, which is probably what's happening over there. I mean, think about this. If Facebook hires you to do a job, if Facebook's like, go out there and find us some fake news and you come back and say, couldn't find any, they're going to stop paying you. It's like when you go to the, the plastic surgeon, you say, hey, I want a face that they're like, yeah, while you're here, why don't we give you a tummy tuck, tuck and some new boobs, too? They're, they're not going to find they're not going to let you get down by with one story. They want you to keep coming back and back and back. So these organizations are like Facebook. Look at all this fake news that we found you. And Facebook is like, this is great. They keep keep looking. Wow. We had no idea there was so much fake news out there. There's not. They're creating it out of thin air so they can get paid. And I know what you're thinking. Mark, I thought PolitiFact was a nonprofit organization and you were wrong because they clearly state on their own term, on their own website, 
they clearly state that 5% of total PolitiFact revenues, or more rather, pardon me, organizations that contributed more than 5% of the total PolitiFact revenues in the previous calendar year are listed here. And you know what the second one is? Facebook, which means that more than 5% of their revenue, revenue, not expenses, but revenue, was provided by Facebook. That doesn't make you an independent fact checker. That makes you a dependent fact checker. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More Marque Show next. Here's a good tip for a morning like this. Pour a bottle of rubbing alcohol in your windshield washer fluid, and it'll take care of the ice on your windshield. Take it from an old truck driver. So great. That seems like a waste of alcohol. Though. Oh, he's rubbing alcohol. Oh, that's fine, too. You know what? I, do? I just park in the garage. Uh, the other Josh had to use a credit card today to scrape ice off of his windshield. You really had ice on your windshield? I did. It was frozen so icy. Wow. Yeah. That's I amazing. it right off. And you, what credit card did you use? It was the one that starts with 419996. Oh, okay. I was going to say it's like, a, more like it, Visa, MasterCard. It's a Visa, yeah. yeah. It, it was one of the metal ones. It was a metal. I was going to say, because I have yeah. a metal one. I have a yeah. metal American Express. Is that the better kind? The metal, for scraping ice off the windshield, it's definitely better than plastic. What does the points guy suggest for scraping the windshield? A plastic one uh, or a metal one? A metal one, probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. Probably so. Anyway. Yeah, he's all about the chase, too. Did, did you get extra points when you scraped the ice? Or? I didn't know. That'd be good, though. Maybe like a, a ski little, lift or something. Cold, hard cash. Oh, back. I like that. Oh, yeah. Icy uh, veins. It's warming up, though, now. So 855 <laughs> Somebody wrote, uh, didn't Candace Owens just win a suit against PolitiFact? She did, in fact. And that's why we're going to do the same thing. Um, you know, it, it's like you can't let these people get away with this stuff. You can't just have someone open up a company and say you know what we're going to be independent third-party fact checkers and then just let everybody know you're a lot they're just going to go out there and call people liars just because they disagree disagreeing with somebody does not make them a liar it just makes them you know well if you're disagreeing with the people at Politi- uh, politifact it probably just makes you intelligent and that's what uh, you know that's what we need to do that's the message that's how the media is, is starting to it's interesting because they're they're almost when you when you have a problem like for example let's say fake news on the internet or media censorship or people complain because Facebook and Twitter and, and YouTube, they're, they're, they're stifling these conservative voices. Google, they're, they're taking conservative broadcasters off the air. They're demonetizing them. They're deplatforming them. They're doing whatever. So they say, look, we'll come up with a solution. We'll hire fact checkers to check out whether or not it's fake news. And if it's real, we'll let it stay. And if it's fake, we'll let it go. The problem there is that when you hire somebody to do a job, you're going to go out and actually find more fake, fake news because they want to continue to get paid. Also, all of these people that they hire happen to be Democrats. So guess which news they think is fake and guess which news they think isn't. So they arbitrarily go to Facebook and say, hey, Candace Owens, she lied. She said that President Joe Biden or I'm sorry, she said that Vice President Joe Biden is not president elect. Hey, guess what? Fact checkers. She's right. He's not president-elect until the electors vote. The other thing which was really weird, in this whole article they posted about my video on Facebook, they said Mark K. first posted this video on December 28th, 2020. It's only December 2nd, 2020. How could I have posted it 26 days in the future? If the fact checker screws up the date, clearly you've got a a problem with your fact checker. 855-765-765. A one oh four five. All right, let's get to the phones right now because we have uh, we got a bunch of people that have been waiting very patiently. And enough about my problems. Let's get to yours. This is Jessica in Arkansas. How you doing, Jessica? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, wonderfully. Thanks so much for asking, Jessica. Uh, what's going on? What do you want to say on this whatever you want Wednesday? 
<laughs> well, I actually kind of had two points. So I was listening to the show when you were talking about how Biden has prepared this flurry of over 100 executive orders that yeah. he intends to sign in, presumably on his first day. Cough, cough. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we all know, based on uh, what he said his platform was, that he is going to go for gun legislation. And so my question, my first question is, assuming if we do lose the Senate, and we're all praying that we don't. Right. But if we do lose the Senate, do we think there's any chance that our conservative majority Supreme Court might pick that up as unconstitutional, I mean, the the extent that they're going to with their proposed gun legislation. Do you think that the Supreme Court might pick that up as being unconstitutional and bat that down? They do have the authority to bat down, um, you know, executive orders, although it's not common. So it's another one of those Hail Marys. Yeah, well, here's what would happen. I mean, the last executive order that was challenged was, I believe, or not the last, but one of the most prominent or one of the most famous ones was the, what they called the Muslim ban, which was Donald Trump's, uh, you know, yeah. it was it was him putting the kibosh on immigration from um, state sponsors of terrorism, those countries. But they, of course, flipped right. that and called it the Muslim ban. That one was upheld in the United States Supreme Court because it was 100 percent within the president's right to do so. And it was also constitutional. So there was no merit to that claim. Here's the issue with that. And I, it's a great question. If for whatever reason, the Republicans lose both of these seats. If the Democrats are able to cheat their way into control of the Senate as well, what happens to this gun legislation that surely is going to come down or this gun uh, executive order, this this anti-Second Amendment executive order? What would have to happen is there would have to be a legal challenge somewhere and it would have to make its way through the system. So the legal challenge would start, you know, at the state level or at the federal level, the smaller level, and then it would go through the court system, I'm sure, whether, you know, if the person lost because somebody came and took their guns, they would have to appeal. Once it went through the appellate process and it ends up at the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court then gets, well, the Supreme ruling, and whatever they say goes. And if they say that executive order is a 1,000% unconstitutional, then there's no more concern about that kind of legislation coming out of the Joe Biden administration if it ever happens. So that's the good news. The bad news is you need to find people that can take it through the court system, and it ain't easy. It's not inexpensive. Lawyers are very expensive. And to go through appeal after appeal after appeal, I mean, you need to be you need to be a major player or at least have the backing of major players. And the same is true with what we're dealing with with PolitiFact. In fact, we just got a one hundred dollar super chat from Clee Dusty, who said this is for your legal battles. LOL. And we appreciate it. And probably every dime of that is going to help us fight PolitiFact and fight the Pointer Institute and fight all these other uh, quote unquote fact checkers. But it is an expensive process. So it'd be much easier if we just had the Senate. If we main, if we right. maintain the Senate, then pretty much everything Joe Biden wants to do will will not happen. It will be he'll be spending four years totally, you know, I mean, cri- yeah, yeah, he'll be crippled. Not and that's not a joke because he broke his leg right. playing with his dog. He just- <laughs> no, but they did try to do this in 2013 yeah. and the Senate completely batted this down on it failed on a 40, 60 vote. That's correct. So, of course, if we can maintain the Senate, that's our godsend. Of course, it is. But, and- you know, I was looking at, at, at these Supreme Court's ability to shut it down. And also, you know, my opinion on the constitutionality, you know, with the Fifth Amendment of these retroactive tax proposals, 
you know, without going into detail, it seems like even though they're saying, okay, well, we'll let you keep it if you have it engraved with a serial number and you register it and you pay $200 per gun, per magazine, per this, the average person is not going to be able to do that. So in this loophole way, you're still infringing on their Second Amendment because they cannot afford to keep their gun under those those circumstances. That's correct. They make it basically, and again, it's the same like with the lawsuits. They make it so financially uh, unbearable for anyone to own a gun that you have to either give up your guns or you won't be able to pay for ammunition. It's like what they did with cigarettes. Cigarettes used to be like 95 cents a pack, but then they wanted to get people to stop smoking because they were dying and the health insurance was going up. So they just taxed it up to wazoo. And now I think it's like six or seven dollars for a pack of cigarettes. And as a result, a lot of people, you know, well, I don't think they quit, but now when they die, they, you know, they're dead and penniless. Because they had to spend all that extra money on the tobacco tax. Great question, though. Thanks so much for the call. Uh, we really appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Mike in Palm Coast. How you doing, Mike? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I wanted to make a comment. Uh, before I do, your last call, to me, it kind of smacked of the southern poll tax so that blacks couldn't vote You know, because they didn't have the money to pay the tax. Right. But anyway, my main point, I see this whole, uh, Senate election in Georgia and I don't want to sound dramatic, but as the Gettysburg of 2021. And I'll tell you why. If the Union forces looking across that battlefield had decided, hey, we're not going to fight this fight, and walked away, America would not be the country it is today. And the people of Georgia, anyone in Georgia has an ear to this program, any Republican, any conservative. I've heard stories where they say, oh, I'm not going to vote because it's fixed, it's rigged. Get out. Vote, vote, fight. Don't give up this fight. Don't. This country will will never be the same if they have the House, the Senate, and the presidency. That's a, Meg, that's a great book. The Gettysburg of the modern era. I love it. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Now, everybody's got to get out there and vote. If you're in Georgia and you're a conservative, you got to vote. You know, if you're if you're in Georgia and you know a Democrat, take them out and get them really drunk the night before so that they sleep through the election. You got to do whatever you look. What if the Democrats taught us in 2020? All's fair in love and elections. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More from the battlefield. It's the Mark K Show. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045. And it's whatever you want Wednesday today, uh, which means we're going to get back to the phones right now. Right now. 855-765-1045. Uh, 1045. This is Sandy in Virginia. Hi, Sandy. How are you? Hey, good morning, Mark. How are you, baby? I'm doing great, honey. What's going on in I Virginia, Sandy? You. I miss you. I missed you last week so bad. Oh, I know, I know. Well, you know, it was turkey time with the fam, but we're back now, and we're not going to go on vacation until at least, at least December 20-something. Well, what I wanted to say was, yeah. yesterday this thing came out that they said that Barr had said there was no fraud. Yeah. Voting. Yeah. Well, I can't remember if it was Hannity or Ingram last night. Okay. They're very similar, so it's tough to... I get them confused all the time, too. But DOJ came out and made the statement that that is not true, that is not what he said, and it is being investigated by the DOJ. Yeah. I. You know, what happens is they say... I mean, and again, I wasn't there. I didn't hear the quote. I get the back-and-forth stories, but I think what they asked him was... Is there any evidence right now of widespread voter fraud? And he said, no, we don't have any or we haven't uncovered evidence yet. And that doesn't mean that it's not there. It means they haven't uncovered it. Now, 
they were a little late to the ball game. They were a little late to the party. You know, they were maybe like, oh, we can't go to the party because of COVID. Who knows what the, the reason is? But they just now are kind of getting into this whole thing. While Rudy Giuliani and the Trump team and Jenna Ellis and Sidney Powell uh, and you know, everybody's been out there. I mean, they've been doing the, the due diligence. They've been out there holding the hearings, getting the affidavits, you know, talking to people from Dominion Software. They're, they're out there doing the legwork. There has been investigating going on, just unfortunately not by the people that can actually issue subpoenas. And now that we've got the people who can actually issue subpoenas involved, times, you know, the clock's a ticking. Tick tock, tick tock. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with William Barr. Um, he seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. He seems like he has the best interests of the United States behind him. However, he's a little slow on the uptake. And uh, lately, he's been making some very questionable decisions when it comes to running um, that department. But hey, thanks so much for the call. We've always great to talk to you. Uh, 855-765-1045. Jim in Jacksonville. Hey, Jim, how's it going? Hey, Mark. Hey, Jim. Uh, haven't talked to you in a while. I know. Long time um, no talk. Good to talk to you again, buddy. What's up? Yeah, uh, I'm, I, what I wanted to say was I'm getting so sick and tired of these phony recounts and all these swing states yeah. because they keep, you know, they keep counting the same votes over and over again, and then they got somebody coming out saying, oh, nothing's changed, Biden still won. But what they got to do is they got to get rid of all the illegal votes, count the legal votes, and I guarantee you Trump would have won all those swing states. Well, you know, the big thing now with Donald Trump is in, in Georgia, and he's been going, I mean, he's just been going tit for tat with uh, with the governor of Georgia, with uh, Kemp. And the latest now is Donald Trump saying, look, you've got you've to match up the envelopes. You can't not match up the envelopes. You've got to get involved. Basically, ex exactly what you're saying is these are fake recounts because you're just recounting a, <laughs> you're recounting a bunch of votes that we know are fraudulent. We're trying to get to the bottom of whether or not these votes were fraudulent. And his accusation is that in Georgia... Uh, Brian Kemp and the Secretary of State have not shown the signatures in the envelopes. They've not linked them together to show that whoever cast that ballot had a corresponding envelope. And if you look at those, the Trump team is claiming that he's going to come out on top. Not only that, and this is really important. This is really important. Think about this. If they go back and they take out the fake ballots, the phony ballots, the illegal, if you will, ballots, Maybe they're not even fraudulent. Maybe they just were illegal. They weren't signed. They weren't in at the right time. I don't even know. There's so many election laws floating through my head. I can't keep them straight. But what if they just took out the illegal ballots? Not only could Donald Trump get those electoral votes, but then we wouldn't have to worry about the Senate. Because maybe then Purdue would have had over 50% of the vote. He only lost by like a fr I mean, it was ju just 49.2% of the vote or something ridiculous. He's slightly under that 50% margin. We wouldn't have to go through this whole ridiculous re, um, election, this whole ele second election, special election on the 5th, this runoff. It wouldn't have to happen if we just went back and correctly counted, like you said, the legal votes. Hey, 855-765-1045 is our number. Amy in California. How you doing, Amy? Hi, Mark. Hey, Amy. What's going on? What do you want to say? Uh, well, I really love your show, and, I, and I'm glad you liked the keychains that I sent you. Oh, thank you. Oh, we loved them. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, so what I want to talk about is the crazy, I'm here in California, with the crazy um, lockdowns, lock, we call it lockdown 2.0. Oh, I feel so bad yeah. for you, yeah. Yeah, we went down, down to purple, which is the most restrictive thing here. And I, when they first went back into purple, I looked on um, my county, I live in Orange County, California, and I looked at... Um, the um, website for my county, and it said that, yeah, the cases had been going up, 
but the death rate's plummeting, going way down. And I'm like, wait, why are we in lockdown again? That's what we want, isn't it? Yeah, we want, that's exactly right. We want the death rate to go down. They're only worried about the, if there's, if the number, if any of the numbers go down, they have to open back up. And if they open back up, they don't have power anymore. They don't have the power to cut off your water if your grandma comes over for Thanksgiving dinner. They don't have the power to tell you what you can and cannot do. They lose everything. And they, and they know that. That's why the lockdowns, like you said, are based on the number of cases, not the number of deaths, which, let's face it, if you get COVID and you get better, do you really care as long as you're not dead? I mean, I don't. 855-765-1045. Amy, I suggest you do what Ryan Seacrest does and get out of California. Ryan Seacrest is selling his house in Beverly Hills and he is moving. He's moving to New York. I mean, I wouldn't advise. That's kind of a dumb. It's kind of like a lateral move, but whatever. Uh, 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up next. Presidential partings. Are you kidding me? For Giuliani and the Trump kids and all of his staffers. If you have done nothing wrong, you have nothing to hide. B.S. Tell that to the mainstream media. Tell that to the Democrats in the House of Representatives. Tell that to PolitiFact, for example, for uh, that part. You know, listen, you cannot be President Trump and not consider giving out pardons just basically like you would Christmas cards. In fact, probably that's what he'll do this year. Instead of the Christmas card of him and Melania and the kids in front of the tree, he'll just send a pardon. And, you know, and you'll be like, oh, look, it's my it's my annual White House Christmas card. And you're going to you're going to open it up. And you're going to be like, oh, no, it's a presidential pardon for any crimes that I may have committed or may commit in the future. Thank you, President Trump. I appreciate it. But you have to because look at what's already happened to President Trump. Not only was he falsely accused of colluding with Russia and not only was he uh, falsely accused of of spying and, and you know cheating his way through an election. Not only was he falsely accused of calling the Ukrainian president, trying to dig up dirt, trying to threaten him um, and blackmail him to give him dirt on Joe Biden. Not only was he put through an entire phony impeachment, not just him, but his entire staff, his entire family. We've spoken to pretty much all of them. Eric Trump, Don Jr., Laura Trump, Ivanka. I mean, they've all been called up to the Hill to give testimony for a crime that never happened. Every single staff member he had, Brad Parscale, Rudy Giuliani. I mean, the list goes on. And on. What's her name? Paige, Paige, what's her name? The one that had COVID. Okay, good. Uh, she was, you know, all of them, they've all been called up and they've all had to give their testimony in front of the uh, Congress because of an impeachment that was bogus. And then, even though the House of Representatives found the articles of, of impeachment passed unanimous, uh, unanimously by the Democrats, and then they passed it up to the Senate, the Senate luckily found him not guilty with the exception of Mitt Romney, who nobody likes anyway. So that's why, if you're Donald Trump, you're not going to leave the White House without protecting yourself because the minute you do, the minute you leave, the minute you're no longer president, every single one of those bastards is going to come at you with a hot poker and a magnifying glass. And they are not going to let up. And they are going to try to get your tax returns. And they are going to try to get whatever financial information they can find on you. And they are going to try to to, to skewer your family and your friends. And Look at what AOC said. AOC said, we need to make a list. A list of everybody that worked for this president. We need to make a list of everybody who was faithful to Donald Trump. And we need to make sure that they are held accountable. Not at, not just for, for serving their country, not just for working for their organization, but for what? For being traitors against the United States of America? Look at what CNN was saying. 
Jake Tapper reporting that Jake Tapper said we need to make a list of all these people that supported Trump and not hire them again. Don't put them on the air like you do all the Bush, uh, you know, faithful, all the uh, all the um, old Bush supporters and, and, and press secretaries and everything else. Don't look. Ari Fleischer's got a job. But you know who's not going to get a job on TV? Kaylee McEnany. Why? Because she worked for the evil devil man. And we've got it right here on this list. Jake Tapper's got a list. CNN. Do not hire Kaylee McEnany. Do not hire uh, Mike. What's the name? Uh, Steve Mnuchin. Don't hire any of these people because they worked for Donald Trump and he's the devil. You must part. You have to pardon everybody. Probably twice. I would send them two pardons in case something happens to the first one. 855-765-1045. JT in Tampa. Hi, JT. How are you? I'm pretty good. I want to thank you for a comment last week on the Orange Crust comment I left on your page. Oh, thank but, you. No, hey, thanks for commenting on the page. I appreciate. I try to comment more often than I can, but I'm glad. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Um, I have a friend of mine who's straight liberal Democrat, and we've done open mics together. We used to do stand up comedy and stuff like that. And he's very liberal, and I'm very you know right wing Republican conservative. And he told me that Trump supporters and Trump, the President Trump should just accept the election the way it is. And I had to sit there and think about that for a second, how Democrats want power. And I've, I think I've heard you and Ben Shapiro say something about the Democrats didn't want Bernie Sanders to really be president. And I told him, I says, OK, so if I have to accept what these Dominion voting machines possibly have been fraudulent, you voted for uh, Bernie Sanders. What if? All the Bernie Sanders votes went to Joe Biden. Would you not feel like you've been had? Yeah. Your vote didn't count. Yeah. And that's one of the things that's happening with the uh, Hillary. I mean, they, they think that all the votes went to Hillary Clinton. Now, Hillary Clinton was a different story because she just got all the superdelegates anyway. But we know that if there's a party out there that is going to cheat, it's going to be the Democrats. We know that because... We saw it happen with the superdelegates. We saw Bernie Sanders went out there and argued that these superdelegates were Clinton, uh, you know, faithful, that they were paid off, that they were getting money, all these things. And look what happened with Hillary Clinton. She got the nomination. She may not have cheated in the general, and that's why she lost, but they learned their lesson. And this time around, sure, yeah. And that could be anyone else that you voted for. If you, if you voted for Bernie Sanders in the primary, those same voting machines could have switched to Biden. They should do an investigation in South Carolina because that's the only state where he started winning. And then after that, they just started buying everybody off. Pete Buttigieg, who had more delegates at the time than Joe Biden, dropped out of the race. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, they were the last two to go, but they eventually dropped out of the race. Amy Klobuchar dropped out of the race. In the end, it was just Joe Biden and the other woman who looks like uh, Cruella DeVille from the Dalmatians, the one that they made fun of on Saturday Night Live. Uh, what's her name? Not a, oh, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Thank you very much. Yes, Tulsi Gabbard. Those were the only two left because Tulsi Gabbard refused to kowtow. Look at Mike Bloomberg. Mike Bloomberg spent $100 million in this race, and all he got was what, American Samoa? How many delegates did he get? One, two from America? $100 million he spent, and all he could get was American Samoa. You know why? Because he was buying the wrong thing. Instead of spending $100 million on advertising, he should have spent $100 million on voting machines. And then Michael Bloomberg would be the projected winner of the election, I guarantee. 855-765-1045 uh, is our number. This is Lisa in St. Augustine. Hi, Lisa. How are you? 
Hey, Mark, how are you? Doing great, Lisa. Lisa, by the way, Trump wine. Oh, man, I'm telling you, that it, was uh, awesome. I saw the show. It was, you did a fantastic job with that, man. I, it was no, so thank great. Thank you, too. It was delicious. Lisa sent us a bottle of uh, of Trump wine, and we were supposed to drink it on election night. However, it didn't go the way we planned, so I had it in my okay. fridge, and then uh, I did a little bit with it for our Newsmax show last Saturday, but then I just drank the rest of it. I poured it in the stuffing <laughs> at Thanksgiving. I poured it in, a little bit of it in the uh, in the green beans, and it was am- it was delicious. Thank you so much for that bottle. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. I loved it. I loved what you did with it. But, um, yeah, so two things that I just want to say. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm frustrated, so mad. I am so upset and so angry, and as, as I'm sure a lot of people are, that they are blatantly stealing uh, this election from right under our faces. I mean, where's the numbers don't add up. I mean, it's just uh, I don't. I don't see. I don't understand how it can be happening. We have our Supreme Court justices, the smartest people in the world. Uh, if they don't take this case and stop this, I just. I just I can't I can't wrap my head around it. And you know, um the Georgia thing, I know everybody needs to vote in Georgia, but I mean they're already starting to cheat. She's already got nine hundred thousand absentee ballots and they already got the they still using the Dominion and Stacey I Abrams, want people yeah. to get out and vote, but no, are I they didn't. gonna change are they gonna steal this too? Well, they will, because they're stealing this right out from under our face right in our faces. They will do that. They don't care. Yeah, they're gonna get everything. A hundred percent, and that's a big concern. I, I saw this morning, uh, Ronna McDaniel, who's um, in charge of the RNC still. She said they've got twenty million dollars and five hundred people on the ground in Georgia ready for this election. I don't think that's nearly enough. Now, the twenty million dollars, I think, is basically for advertising. But the five hundred, they need people. They need lawyers out there. They need people. They need to go to court before this election. They need to make sure that they have access to every single ballot, every single voting machine. They need to make sure the poll watchers can get in there. They need to make sure the lock boxes are there. They need to make sure they're matching the mail-in ballots with the actual ballot, the envelope and the inner ballot. They need all that stuff in place because you can't wait until after the election. We see what happens when you leave it till till it's too late. Uh, the Supreme Court, though, look, eventually, eventually this thing's going to go to the Supreme Court. And Ted Cruz said something yesterday. We have to take a break, but I'm going to read you what he said yesterday. It makes so much sense. And it's something that, again, you don't hear about anywhere else. You don't hear about it in the mainstream media. You don't hear about it on TV. You don't hear about it on your favorite blog. You don't. PolitiFact isn't fact-checking it. But it's one of the most important, I think, positions about the Supreme Court getting involved in the election that I've heard. And it's from Ted Cruz, the only senator so far, to come forward and urge the Supreme Court to do just that. We'll share you uh, his comments here in just a minute. More of your phone calls come up as well. Whatever you want Wednesday continues next on 104.5 WOKV. Mark, keep having problems. You're enlightening us out here. The uh, fact checkers, this one totally backfired on them. You have the platform. Keep doing what you're doing and calling them out. Thank you. I mean, you can even tell, like, the, the fact check isn't even based on facts. That's the that's the odd part of this whole thing. When you look at these PolitiFact fact checkers and when they go after someone like Candace Owens or when they go after someone like me, uh, the older, whiter Can- Candace Owens uh, and less popular, when, you know, when they do that, they don't even base it in facts. They just say, we disagree for these reasons, and then they report you to Facebook. Facebook deplatforms you, and that's how they silence the voices. And Facebook says, we're not there. That's, this is all part of the plan. Facebook can then go to the Hill and say, 
we didn't we didn't say anyone was lying. Our independent third party fact checker said that people were lying. We just took them at their word. And these are independent third party fact checkers. So, of course, you're going to take them at their word, even though they're not independent. They're they're bought and paid for by the same organizations that are calling them independent. That makes them dependent. My kids I pay for their food. I pay for their clothes. I pay for their video games. I pay for their wireless bills. I pay for the the mortgage with the roof on their head and their Christmas presents. I pay for all that. So when I go to fill out my taxes, they are my dependents. When they're 18, when they get their own jobs, when they file their own tax returns, they will be independent of me, and I will no longer be able to claim them. So as long as Facebook is donating more than 5% of the, the revenue of PolitiFact, they are not an independent fact-checking organization. They're basically an arm of Facebook. And they're coming after us for no good reason. And we're not going to let it happen. Neither should you, by the way. If anything, if you get blocked, I see these people every day. Every single day. I'm in Facebook jail for 30 days. Facebook did this. Facebook flagged my comment. Some independent fact-checker flagged my comment. Don't take it lying. Get a lawyer, man. Get If you have an uncle who's a lawyer or a cousin who's a lawyer or, you know, the kid used to beat up in high school is a lawyer... Call them up and say, hey, we know, help me out here. Let's take a stand. People are always saying, how do we fight? This is how you fight. You know, and if you don't have money, find a lawyer that will do it for free. By the way, if there's any lawyers out there that want to help me for free, buy, give us a buzz. 855-765-1045. But I'm saying use whatever talent you have. I sit here and yell into a microphone and hopefully inspire you guys to do whatever you can do. But whatever skill set you have, take your grievances and, and don't back down. You have to fight or it's just going to get worse and worse and worse, especially under Joe Biden, because he has no power. And everyone else who's liberal think, is going to feel like they have all the power. And they don't. 855-765-1045. Kathy in North Carolina. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Well, hi, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing great. Thanks, Thanks so much for having Absolutely. Thank you for taking my call. I'm really not worried about this outcome of this election because it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really worried about the Supreme Court because it's equal protection laws, and that's in the Constitution. They're going to have to rule on it in Trump's favor. But another thing that everybody needs to remember, what's going to happen to the Supreme Court if they don't put Trump back in office? Yeah. Because they will be irrelevant well, it if the, if the Senate's gone, gone, yeah, if the Senate's well, gone, but then that then they'll be wow. irrelevant. Um, I'll tell so you what, though, Kathy. Take that chance. Yeah, look, if you look at the Supreme Court, and you're right about a lot of things. First of all, we know that Samuel Alito and Neil Gorsuch. I mean, they are Samuel Alito already warned about this before the election. Neil Gorsuch. I mean, he he should be by in my personal opinion, the, the things I've read that he's written, the decisions, the dissenting opinions that he's written in the majority opinions. John Roberts, who is technically the chief justice of the United States, whenever he sides with the liberals or the minority opinion, someone on the majority gets to write the decision. And, and Neil Gorsuch decisions, they are so scathing and they are. They are empowering. They make me feel like a great American. He should be, in my opinion, Neil Gorsuch is like the real Supreme Court uh, uh, chief justice. But when you look at Gorsuch and you look at Alito and you know that they're going to vote um, against Pennsylvania, votes being the uh, the mail-in ballots that are unconstitutional, they're going to vote to to knock those down because they're unconstitutional. It's cut and dry. Then you've got Clarence Thomas. We're pretty sure he's going to join them as well. Kavanaugh, he's iffy, you know. 
He's iffy. Sure, he talks a tough game, but every now and then he's still new. People think badly about him. Still, his name brings up a bad taste in people's mouths because of the way the media and the Democrats raked him over the coals for no reason. He's a forever linked as a Donald Trump appointee. He worries me a little bit. Amy Coney Barrett, not at all. She's one out. She's she is pure conservative. She'll do the right thing by the Constitution and she won't give a rat's you know what what anyone thinks about her. But that Kavanaugh. If he sticks with them, then it's golden. Pretty sure, pretty sure what we know about John Roberts means he's going to side with the minority opinion. If you get a five to four vote for Donald Trump in the Supreme Court, it's not going to be because John Roberts sided with the conservatives. And if you get a six three, I might just keel over. I might just pass right out right here on the air. Just, you know, just like where'd Marco? He's on the floor. Quick, somebody give him mouth to mouth. Actually, nobody. No, one of you has COVID and the other one's. Josh, 855, keep your mouths away from me, 855-765-104. Let me just all just stay passed out for a while. Uh, quick break, more of your calls coming up. Stay tuned. So like two breaks ago, I said, next break, I'll tell you what Ted Cruz said about the Supreme Court. And then we got into something totally unrelated, and now everyone on Facebook and YouTube is like, what did Ted Cruz say? I apologize. But I sometimes, you know what it is? I have a, I lose track of my own show, which is we, we're really not organized. People think we, you know, people listen to the show. They're like, man, I don't know how you come up with this stuff. You guys must be so organized. You've got all, you know, you must have like stacks. And like I listen to Rush Limbaugh on my way home and he's got like stacks. Of, he not only does he have a stack of stuff, but he has multiple stacks of stuff. He'll he'll say, oh, let me let me look through this stack. No, it must be in the other stack. And I'm like, oh, my God, two stacks. If I have one sheet of paper with something written down on it before the show starts, we're ahead of yeah. the game. If I can get you two bullet points, you're good. <laughs> right. You're good I'm, to like, go. I'm like, oh, I had a bullet point here somewhere. <laughs> oh, no, wait. It was the <laughs> other bullet point. <laughs> right. So that's just kind of where, and that's why I forget these things. But Ted Cruz yesterday, he threw his support, this is from the Hill, uh, behind an effort to get the Supreme Court to hear an appeal of a ruling dismissing a GOP-led challenge of Pennsylvania's mail-in uh, voting system. Here's what he said. He said, quote, this appeal raises serious legal issues. And I believe the court should hear the case on an expedited basis. What happened was Pennsylvania's highest court shot down the suit, noting that the complaint challenged a law passed in 2019 and said that the request was filed too late. So they basically told Representative Mike Kelly from Pennsylvania when he brought the suit, they said, hey, you can't bring this suit until after the election. So Mike Kelly said, OK, fine. I'll wait till after the election. Then after the election, Mike Kelly tried to bring the suit and they said, dude. It's too late. We You should have brought it before the election. So it was one of these catch-22, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And that's what Ted Cruz said. Ted Cruz said uh, the petitioners wrote that without involvement from the Supreme Court, the state, quote, will take further actions to clarify, to certify the results of the election, la, 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 la. Uh, Cruz said the petitioner's case raises serious legal issues and urged the high court to hear the case on an expedited basis. He said the Pennsylvania Constitution requires in-person voting except in narrow and defined circumstances. This appeal argues that Pennsylvania cannot change the rules in the middle of the game. Hearing this case now on an emergency expedited basis would be an important step in helping rebuild confidence in the integrity of our democratic system. So he's basically saying, look, if you want anyone out there at all to think that this election wasn't rigged, that this election wasn't bought and paid for and stolen by Biden and the Democrats. If you want people to think that this election 
was re- the real deal and that 80 million some odd people voted for Joe Biden, most of them by mail and most of them in the middle of the night. If you want them to believe that, you've got to expedite this case and get it to the Supreme Court, because without that happening, nobody, nobody who voted for Donald Trump is ever going to accept the results of this election. And that's about half the country. 855-765-1045. The good half of the country, I'd like to I'd like to point out. Uh, let's get back to the phones. Thank you very much for pointing out that I forgot uh, what I was talking about earlier. Nathan in Michigan. Hi, Nathan. How are you? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you? Doing great, Nathan. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say? So I have a question for you. Why yeah. is nobody talking about the fact that there have been articles of impeachment in both the Michigan House and the Ohio House of Representatives? Yeah. It got kiboshed, it got, it got kiboshed in the Michigan House by the majority leader, but it, I don't know what happened in, in Ohio. That should be like a small battle flag. That should be lighting a fire in every patriot's butt right now. I mean, the the fact is, I mean, the thing with Mike DeWine, too, in Ohio, because Mike DeWine supposedly is a Republican. And the fact yes. the fact that you've got Republican lawmakers in Ohio calling for the Republican governor to be impeached just shows you that this whole thing about lockdowns and mandates and masks and shutting down small businesses and keeping kids out of school. This just goes to show you it's not a Republican Democrat issue. It's an issue about liberty and freedom. And Republicans will take down their own if they feel like they are stepping on their freedoms and their liberties. And, I mean, Gretchen Whitmer should should, should have been impeached long ago. I don't know why she hasn't been. But that's, you know, that's up to that's up to you and your Senate, uh, your state house. There's a reason why they're not talking about it. And that's because they don't want anyone to think anyone has done something wrong. You hear impeachment and automatically they're guilty. Donald Trump, he was guilty of all these made up charges as soon as they whispered the word impeachment. As soon as they started the impeachment inquiry, it was a done deal. You know, Bill Clinton, same thing. When was he impeached? Well, after he admitted to the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. So when you whisper the word impeachment or you tell someone someone is they're thinking about impeaching this person, the admission there or the automatic thought process is they're guilty. That's why the press is keeping it quiet. They don't want you to think that Gretchen Whitmer's guilty because they want her to be vice president one day or president. They don't want you to think that Mike DeWine is guilty because they're doing what they want him to do. If Mike DeWine were acting like Ron DeSantis... And someone were trying to impeach him. Front page of every newspaper. Democrats in Florida working diligently to impeach Ron DeSantis. That would be the number one story everywhere. Because that would make people think Ron DeSantis was automatically guilty of something. Luckily, we're a pretty red state down here. We know what's up. And we know uh, we're also, by the way, we're also doing really well when it comes to COVID cases, when it comes to spreading COVID, when it comes to bringing down the death rate, when it comes to the economy, when it comes to people opening up Disney World. Oh, now at 35 percent capacity, Disney World adding park hopper passes back and pretty soon fast passes will be back. I mean, it's starting to slowly, slowly come back. But Florida is nowhere near as bad. And I and I run into people all the time. They're like, man, why are all these people freaking out in Michigan and stuff in California? It's nowhere near as bad here. We are living in utopia compared to people in California and Michigan and and Washington and New York and all these other places. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really that's a great question. It's a great call too. eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Keith, Keith and Argyle. How you doing, Keith? Oh, good Lord in heaven, you got me. I got you. Keith and Argyle, Mark. Amen, Keith. uh, 
Florida absentee ballots, you know, you don't sign the ballot. It is just the envelope. Yeah. Uh, bullet point one. Number two, I will never accept Joe Biden as my president. And a quick something I need to expose, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, when you go to play, pay your property taxes in Clay County, they force you to go to the tax collector's office or pay extra. So I went to the Bear Run office where they made me wait outside, wear a mask, and they counted us going inside where there were 25 employees of the county, all mask free. What, what, you know, what the hell kind of deal is that? <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know, it's Clay County, Keith. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't, I've been trying to explain Clay County for years. Just can't do it. Hey, thanks so much for the call, though. We appreciate it. Also, I'd like to point out, Keith had more bullet points for his one phone call than we have for our entire two-hour show. <laughs> that's good. That's preparation right there. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More Mark K Show on the way. Stay tuned. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is our number. Got an open mic message I want to get out there. Hey, Mark, did you know in other news today that you can buy a McRib sandwich at McDonald's starting today? I'll tell you, one of the best things I've ever put in my mouth is a McDonald's McRib sandwich. And the fact that they keep bringing it, it used to be on the menu permanently. And they took it off, and the fact that they bring it back... I mean, I may have to sneak one on the way home. They said 2012 was the last time it was on the menu, right? Don't fall for that. Oh. That's the same way when like some your favorite band will have a farewell concert so oh. they can jack up the ticket prices. My wife, God, I want to say in like 20, 2008 or something, my wife begged me, begged me to take her to Madonna's farewell tour. Oh, right. Madonna was touring for the last <laughs> time. You would never be able to see Madonna. My wife was born, you know, in, well, she was like an 80s child. Right. So she's like, it's Madonna's life. We have to go. Like, whatever, like, sell whatever you have to do. So I, I drop all this money on these tickets to see Madonna, and we go to the concert, and it was kind of boring. And then literally three years later, Madonna's back! Yep. The Welcome Back Tour! I was yep. like, I'm not falling for this crap anymore. Haven't the Stones done that a few times, too? Oh, the Stones do it every year. Every, every year, it's the last year, right? And then, like, right? Mick, like, falls off the stage. They're like, whoa, we'll be back next year, mate! <laughs> and then, you know, and I'm like, if he fall, he's, he broke a hip. There's no way he's coming back. But sure enough, there he was. He was at, every, it was at TIA Bank Stadium. Yeah, recently. Just, you know, uh, just... What do you call it? Like jumping and jacking and flashing. Yeah, the McRib and, Jagger. Yeah, that's right. He comes back every 12 years, just like the McRib. 855 <laughs> uh, is our number. This is Chris in Michigan. How you doing, Chris? Hey, I'm great. Oh, great, How's Chris. Show, Mark? Oh, thanks so much. I appreciate that. What do you want to say, sir? So I have a question. All right, I 100% support Trump and 100% hope that he can prove that he actually won this thing. My question is, is... The corruption is so deep and so widespread. How do you get rid of all of this? Where's the RNC on this stuff? The DOJ, the FBI, the CIA, none of them are in it. Where are they? And how do you clean up this mess? These guys are they're nowhere to be found. Nobody's helping out. Nobody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it goes further, even governors and legislatures. It's probably taken... What, 10,000 people to set up a, a fraud like this? Yeah. Where do you put them all? I'll tell How you. How do you handle this? No, it's a, it's a great question. And the problem is that, you know, Republican and Democrat doesn't matter to the people that are actually in Washington, D.C. And, you know, people like Donald Trump, he doesn't he doesn't even really he's basically right or wrong. Now, he he realizes the Republican Party is more right, but it's not perfect. And you're right about the DOJ. You're right about the FBI. These are organizations that are not elected. 
You're not elected to that office. You don't have to go out and campaign. You're appointed. And the last thing you want is a president coming in who's of a different political party and, and shoving you out the door. Look what happened with Comey. Look what happened with Comey. Comey worked for George Bush. And then Comey somehow managed to work for uh, for the Clintons as well. And then he came in and worked for Donald Trump. How does somebody who is part of an organization as important as the FBI manage to stay with that organization uh, through three different presidents on various different realms of the political precipice? How does that happen? Someone would say, well, you know, Comey is just the kind of guy that can roll with the tide and he's serving the office, he's serving the greater good, he likes America more than he does his party. No, that's BS. The guy's a snake. The guy's basically, he's a chameleon. He'll change his spots, you know. He'll change with the weather just so he can keep his job, so he can keep his power. And he'll suck up to whoever he needs to in order to to, to maintain his position. You work with people like that all the time, I'm sure. I mean, not you, I'm not calling out your coworkers, Chris. I'm just saying, you know, people like that new boss comes in and all of a sudden everyone's like showing up, putting their feet up on their day. Hey, nice to meet you. Let me show you around. You know what? You want to know a great lunch place? They don't want to get fired. It's the same thing in Washington. So now now that the, everyone's looking at CNN and looking at Fox News and looking at all these places, and they're calling Joe Biden the president elect already. And Joe Biden's got this wrapped up. They're like, well, new boss coming into town. I'm a Republican. How do I make sure that I keep my job and stay in the good graces of the new boss, especially with all these crazy left wing Democrats he's bringing with him who are probably going to prosecute me on something or probably bring me up on some kind of phony trumped up charges? I might even lose my job. I might get audited. I might go to jail. How do I keep all that from happening? You know what? I'm just going to make good with them. I'm not going to investigate these claims of a fraudulent fraudulent election or I'll lead or at least I'll pretend like I am. But really, I won't. I'll just kind of, you know, let the clock run out so I look like a better guy than I actually am. That's not the case. You need, you want, you want to get people that leave. You know who I really respect? Uh, What's his name? Ajit Patel from the FCC. This guy's like, I'm out. He's a Republican. He's always been a Republican. Ajit Pai, pardon me. Ajit Pai from the FCC. This guy came in uh, and he said, look, on January 20th, all odds are on Joe Biden being president. I'm going to step down. I don't want to deal with it. I'm not dealing with it. I don't agree with you people. I don't agree with anything you have to do. So I'm out. And he's like, I'm going to go do something else because it's not worth my time. He probably knew he would get fired or removed or you know forced out in somehow in some fashion. So of course he's going to step down because he, to me, truly has an agenda that he that's worth fighting for. And you don't just change your agenda based on who's hap- happens to be sitting in the White House at the time. Eight five five. Seven six five one zero four five. That's the problem with Washington. Too many people that just want to stay in Washington. You want somebody who's going to go to Washington, fight their ass off, and then when it's time to leave, leave and not try to stay by sucking up to whoever comes in after them. That's what you want. You don't have it in Mike DeWine, obviously. You don't have it in a couple of these other governors. You definitely don't have it in half of the Senate and a whole bunch of Congress people. 855-765-1045. Wow, we got to go. Uh, tomorrow, Thursday, we'll do some What the Bleep, which is very exciting. We'll have an update on you on PolitiFact. They're already tweeting at me. They're asking me to submit an appeal. So I've already fired back. I'm like, I'm. you know what I'm doing? I'm asking you to just remove your fake content. Otherwise, we're going to have to take this up a level. Uh, we'll bring you the latest on that tomorrow. As this battle for free speech continues every single day. Right here on the Marquee Show on 104.5 WOKV. See ya. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 